Hello everyone and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby Podcast. I am your host Therese Therese and y'all know how we do it. I am going to read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong-Willed Mind Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. And today's poem is entitled Judgmental. Here we go. People tell me not to sin, and yet they do it daily. If we all sin and if we all fall short, why judge me with your hypocrisy? If we were born into sin, why pressure me until I go crazy? Some folks left out the full report when they say living their lavish when they are living their lavish lives daily. Perfection in this flesh cannot ever be achieved, and pursuing it comes with a very high price. In this skin, we cannot afford it. We can attempt it, but we will fail. Because this is why Christ died for us. We can only be perfect by his blood. The cares of this world will sift you slowly. So why didn't they just tell the truth? That even they, on their best of days, are just as guilty of sin too. We really aren't worthy of God's love, no matter what we think. Religion can leave a person quite filthy from the inside out. But to conquer is to rise above and to never live in fear or doubt. So if nothing I can do, nothing I do can save my life, why should being perfect in your eyes even count? So I hope that you all have had the most amazing evening, morning, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode. However, as I have started my day, the question arose in my head and it was, why did I get married? So for those of you that have been listening to my episodes, you are very much aware that I am a divorcee. Or divorcee, however it is that you want to say it. Tomato, tomato, it is all the same to me. And by being a divorcee, I've been wondering and pondering this morning. Like, why did I get married? And when I reflect and look over the course of what was taking place in my world at that time, what I have come to recognize is that part of the reason why I got married is because I fell for the saying, it is better to marry than to burn with passion. And because I did not want to burn in hell due to passion, I decided to go ahead and say I do. But I did it quickly. What I mean by that is that I didn't even know the individual long enough to be saying I do at all but I was trying to remain on the quote unquote right side of the fence by doing things the right way needless to say I'm a divorcee (laughs) 
so therefore, even in my best effort of trying to do things the quote unquote right way, um, it still ended in divorce, the marriage. So I remember when I was going through that journey, meeting this individual, having a long conversation with this individual and feeling as if he and I were on one accord, like that we were truly, truly, truly seeing eye to eye on every sense of the word. And because I felt like we were seeing eye to eye, and I'm sure he felt the same way, because on our very first physical date, he asked me to be his wife. And so I remained abstinent until we said I do. And our courtship was... When I say short, our courtship was short. So we met in August, the latter part of August, and then we married in September. So we literally did not last in terms of dating each other for a long time. And so I am just in a, as I'm thinking about everything, I'm like, okay, so you married so that you would not sin. You did it quickly. We went to marriage counseling. Mind you, we went to, I think, two sessions, if that, two marriage counseling sessions before um, we said I do. But we didn't get to know each other. We didn't see each other in all the different facets of relationships. We didn't see each other when the other person got angry. We didn't see each other when there was a loss in the family. We did not see each other, truth be told, at all. Um, and so, yes, he had a relationship with God. Yes, I had a relationship with God. But... I asked a friend of mine a question not too long ago when we were discussing his past and I was discussing my past. And one of the questions that I asked him was, did you hear God say this person is your wife? Then I asked my own self the question, Teresa, did you hear God say that this man is your husband? And of course, my friend told me no. And I also was like, yeah, same for me. I answered as God. It wasn't that God told me that this was my spouse. I answered for God. Just because we had, I'm going to call it chemistry for the lack of a better word. Because at the time we had chemistry. Because we were able to hold a decent conversation. Because we were able to glorify God together. In my mind, oh, that's my husband. But I didn't truly take the time out to fast. I didn't truly take the time out to pray. I didn't truly take the time out to seek and and wait. Because I, I do believe that I said, I, you know, I wonder if this is my husband. But I don't remember seeking and waiting for the answer. So even though the signs were manifesting, even though there were different signs that I saw that would let me know that now was not the time. Because I even recall when we were going to marriage counseling that I told the pastor at that time that I wanted to postpone the wedding date. And the pastor's response to me was, why would you do that? Because you could very well be delaying your blessings. 
and I fell for the okie doke. Now, I'm not saying that every marriage where someone gets married quickly or where a couple gets married quickly, that that marriage does not last. What I'm saying is that it didn't last for me. And I tried to follow the religious protocol and it did not last for me. So why did I get married? First of all, I believe that I got married so that I would not be ostracized in the eyes of religion, in the eyes of the people. And so... Looking back, I allowed fear to be the dictator of why I said I do. It wasn't love. I wasn't even in love with him. I was, truth be told, in love with someone else. That says a lot. I'll open that. I'll <laughs> unpack that another day, another time. So I wasn't even in love with this individual when I said I do. I didn't know this individual when I said I do. The only thing I knew is that I wanted to marry so that I would not burn with passion. And so, um, yeah, looking back, maybe I should have waited. Now, had I waited nine times out of 10, I wouldn't have the two beautiful children from this individual that I conceived, gave birth to and have raised. I wouldn't have had these beautiful children from him with him had I waited. So everything happens for a reason. Even when we make quick decisions, even when we make irrational decisions, even when we are not thinking through the decision-making process, and even when we are not counting up the cost, I truly genuinely believe, wholeheartedly believe that everything that is meant for our bad will some way end up turning out for our good if we faint not. And so I literally believe that, you know, even though, yes, we erred in marrying quickly, in my opinion, there was some beauty that came out of that. And so I'm grateful. I'm very, very grateful. Um, so, so grateful. But I said that to say, if I know that I made the mistake the first time in marrying for all the wrong reasons, what makes this journey different? I believe what makes this journey different is that I literally am taking time out to get to know people for who they truly are. Not the representative, but who they truly are in all different arenas, when they're angry, when they're sad, when they're hurting, when they're mad, whatever, happy, all of that. Um, being able to see how they interact with other human beings, being able to see how they interact with my children, being able to see um, if they really do consider me. And this is something that I don't believe that I've ever consciously been able to do, only because I was so anxious I was so fearful about and so I wasn't able to think through the process. And anytime that you don't think through the process, you make irrational decisions. And so the more that um, and that's just me believing. I mean, I truly believe that's how it works. If you don't think through the process, I feel like you truly do make some very irrational decisions. And so I have taken time to get to know individuals. I have taken time to see if this is if this person's proclivity is something that I would be willing to tolerate 
or help them through for the duration of their lifetime or our lifetime together? Um, is this person's, the way that they regard me, is this something that, you know, is considered a blessing? The way that they speak to me, is this the way that I want to be spoken to? The way that we minister to one another in love, is this the way that I want to be ministered to? Are they reciprocating my love language? Are they rejecting my love language? Um, there was a, I'm going to do, I know that I'm going to do an episode on that in terms of dating and the red flags. Um, I'm going to do an episode on that because I found a worksheet that I think is just absolutely phenomenal. Um, so, yes. So, um, I'm excited about the future. But I know that when I got married the, la the first time, I've only been married one time. But I know when I got married the first time, I was not considering at all. Wasn't considering... Um, I wasn't counting up the cost, period. I just I just didn't take the time out to count up the cost. And I believe that collateral damage was done because I didn't take the time out to count up the cost. So now, going forward, I incorporate my children's opinions. I have open dialogue with my children. Um, I get their feedback. I respect their feedback. And I'm not saying that your children have to decide who it is that you opt to spend the rest of your life with. But I do believe that how they view the person that you are dating makes a huge difference. Getting the feedback from the outside looking in, huge difference. And so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really, really excited about what the future holds. And the next time in my heart. I believe that when I ask myself the question, Lord, if God agrees, Lord willing, when I say, why did I get married? And I'm able to answer that question openly and honestly, it's going to be because I knew and because I know that this is my purpose partner, that I'm supposed to do life with this person, that we complement one another, that he catches me when I fall. I catch him when he falls. He's my way of escape. I'm his way of escape. And all the beautiful things that come with marrying your purpose partner. I truly believe that this will make the world a difference. And I encourage any of the young women and young men that are taking this journey along with me that are most likely guilty of the same thing as me hopefully not but you know there may be a few that can definitely relate to marrying the wrong person at the wrong time for all the wrong reasons and so if you are that person if you can identify with what it is that i've just spoken about hopefully you're also not just doing the work on self because you know that's what we're supposed to be doing when we're single we're supposed to be learning about our own proclivities we're supposed to be learning about our strengths and learning about our weaknesses and and Hopefully becoming the best version of ourselves mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, all of that. So that when we do come into contact with our purpose partner, we are able to complement one, one another, edify one another and not pull each other down because someone didn't do the work. And so um, why did I get married? The first time I got married because I felt like it was necessary in order for me not to sin. Um, 
I got married because I was getting older. I didn't want to be a single mother. Um, I got married because part of me had a retaliatory attitude toward the person I was in love with. And it was one of those, well, if you're not ready to marry me, I bet you I know somebody who will. And so the attitude was in the wrong place. My attitude was in the wrong place. And because of that, hurting people hurt people. And so people were um, hurt in that process because I was being selfish at that time. Now I understand that being married, it's a selfless act. And so you got to be willing to die to self. And so that in and of itself is something that I've been working on is how to minister love selflessly, not always expecting um, things to turn out my way, so to speak. And um, it's been very interesting. It's been very interesting to say the least. I am discovering so much about myself. I am learning about who I am. I am meeting or reintroducing myself to the whole parts of myself instead of the broken. (laughs) Acknowledging the broken, but reintroducing myself to the whole. And I love it. I absolutely love it. I love the process. Um, I love the process. And yeah, I do. I love the process. But yeah. But yeah, so I just wanted to share that. I wanted to express my heart. Um, I'm not going to be on here long. No, I did not have a letter for my future hubby on today uh, because I really just wanted to speak to that. That just dropped in my spirit. Like, why did you get married? Well, I got married for all the wrong reasons, if I'm completely honest. And um, but do I regret it? Okay, so let me let me unpack that part. Do I regret ever getting married? I'm going to tell you why I do, and I'm going to tell you why I don't. And um, one of the reasons why I do regret it is because I feel like sometimes when you make certain mistakes, that even after you've learned from that mistake, there's kind of a residue that remains that it can be hard to bounce back from. By the grace of God, I've been able to bounce back from it. But I do understand that sometimes when you make mistakes, there's like a lasting residue from that. Um, But why I don't regret it is because I learned so much about me. Um, Yeah. So. In my mind. Everything does happen for a reason. It happened to me. Because it was supposed to happen to me. Like I said, I'm supposed to, I was supposed to give birth to these beautiful, beautiful children. Um, but at the same time, if I could have done it differently, I would have used wisdom. I would have chosen wisdom. I would have chosen wisdom. I would have paid attention to the signs. I would not have made excuses. I would not have pushed away the feelings that were telling me this may not be the right decision. And I would have truly waited. But guess what? You can't relive your past. So 
by me knowing that I cannot relive my past. I opt not to dwell in the past and I opt to take those lessons from my past to help build, Lord willing, a very promising future. And so, and present, because right now, all is well by the grace of God. So I hope that this has encouraged someone. Um, I know that it encouraged me to get it off. I may have another episode to elaborate on this where there is a male's perspective included. And we'll see what the future holds. But I do hope that y'all have a blessed, amazing Friday, Friday. So be encouraged and do me a huge favor. And take care of yourself because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl Teresa. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye.